Beardon Bears fans, welcome into another edition of the Chicago Bears podcast, Monday edition. That's not Lance Britt. No, it's not. That's not Lance. You. No, it's not. You did both play in the NFL. Yes, we did. Both played in the NFC North. Both played in the NFC North. Right. Both went to the playoffs. Both have spent time in Chicago. Both have spent time in Chicago, so yes. There's a lot of similarities. A lot of similarities. A lot of similarities. Lot of similarities. Both played on the defensive side of the ball. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. A lot of understanding. I, I'm happy to pinch hit for my, 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 my good buddy Lance. I love I, I am happy. Any day I can I have you here. Pinch hit for me last Friday, so I'm going to pinch hit for him today. Any day we can have you in studio here because a great day. Uh, we got a lot to get into today because uh, it seems like the Fields era is getting ready to begin yet again. Uh, but we we got to talk about some of the things that we saw with Bajan in there. What do we want to see transfer over? And what do we need to see from Justin moving forward to feel good heading into this draft? All that wow. more on today's episode of the Chicago Bears podcast. Let's jump into the show because Jerk's right. ready to go. So Let's my, do it. So my first one is, you know, what do we see at Bajan? Well, I think what you saw at Bajan originally kind of gave you some excitement because you could distribute the football to a number of different receivers in the rhythm that the offense is supposed to be run at. Yeah. But as the more teams saw him and more teams realized that, hey, okay, maybe his weakness might be a little bit of arm strength issue, then they started squeezing him, and then they started going horizontal. Then you saw some poor decisions. Right. So, you know, I thought the, uh, the best of what he gave you was early. Uh, then it dipped a little bit. Then it kind of came back a little bit at the end. But Felt like know, a backup quarterback. He is who he is. I'm not even labeling him a backup quarterback. You, if you make the team in this league, yeah. uh, he's a young quarterback that's trying to progress. Yeah. You know, judge it against everybody's first three, four games, and you'd probably say, oh, yeah, struggles. Fairly and, similar. Uh, you see Zach Wilson. Sometimes he looks like a superstar. <laughs> sometimes he looks terrible. Hey, listen, but I've seen listen. him make some throws yesterday that I thought were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But – at the end of the day, you got to find ways to win games. They can't put the ball in the end zone. They've got problems. Either way, what happened with Beijing over the course of time, people figured out exactly who he was. They started going on what its tendencies were. They knew he wouldn't go long, which is why they, they just threw a couple of long passes in there just to kind of keep you going, oh, they might throw the ball long, yeah. so we still got to protect against it. So I thought it was a solid effort. Uh, nothing spectacular. You know, nothing spectacular. He just went out and they gave you a workmanlike effort out yeah. there. Um, I think the team responded to him when he was out there. Um, but it's ready to get Justin Fields back. I remember the seven of the eight quarters. I also remember the Minnesota game. So this is a chance for him to be able to respond uh, and hopefully replicate some of what he did against Denver and uh, the other game where they scored 40 points in the game. So uh, we'll see the Washington game. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's I, I say that right. He looked like a, a backup quarterback. Yeah, right. Right. Only four games, beginning of this young man's career. Hopefully, it is a long career. Yeah. But uh, a lot of times with backup quarterbacks, right, you get those first couple of games where it's like, oh, he, we got something here. We got a little okay. Maybe we, as Bears fans, we've seen this a ton. The backup comes in, gives you a pop, couple of games, and then defenses start to go okay. The league adjusts. Now I know what you do. Let's see if you can adjust back to what we're going to change. The quarterback's got to come back, and then he's got to do something different. Yeah, So, and listen, Tyson didn't get that a a great amount of opportunity with that after the Saints game. I feel like they went very conservative. But the one thing that I do want to ask you, Yerk, is from the four games we saw from Bajit, there were a couple of things that stood out to me that excited me, but I want to hear from you. What were things that you saw in the four games that Bajan played that you need to continue to happen when Justin Fields gets back on the field? So the ball getting out in rhythm to a receiver that's open. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, uh, Bajan also was willing to make throws that were difficult 
and that had to have a little bit of a touch or a little bit of a, 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 a air under the ball. Yeah. You know, he was willing to do that, and you've got to be willing to do that at quarterback. You've got to be willing to throw the ball before the break, trusting that your wide receiver is going to be there. Yeah. So I think that's one of the areas that I liked when I saw it. Um, you know, he was as mobile and ran when he had the run. Uh, I'm not a fan of quarterbacks running, but listen, sometimes you got to run. Yeah. Biggest play in the Super Bowl was what? Patrick Mahomes running the ball. That's what he did. He ran the ball. Saw a man, got out away from pressure, got up, gained about 35 yards, put him in field goal position. Ultimately, they end up winning the game. That's it. Yeah. Sometimes as a quarterback, you got to run. So throwing the ball in the rhythm, I like the fact that he was mobile and that he moved. Um, I don't buy the thing that, oh, they put Beige in a position where he could. No, <laughs> this has to be a quarterback. Yeah. And he'd come out of the pocket sometimes. Sometimes he'd be on the move. Uh, yeah, when you give only when you give a quarterback only half a field to throw to. Sometimes you limit a quarterback in what he can do. So, you know, if I'm I'm for helping build a quarterback's confidence that specific day. Yeah. So if you want to give him a couple of bunnies early, okay, fine, let's give him a couple of bunnies early. But ultimately the ball's got to go downfield. Yeah. Okay. You once you throw the ball downfield, then you can start screwing around with the short stuff and the your little slip screens and your little fancy pants plays that you have in there. That's fine. Not an issue. But you've got to establish the fact that you're willing to go here. Yeah. That way you can screw around with the other stuff. The number one thing that stood out to me was it feels like we finally got an offensive line combination that feels very sturdy. Oh, that has nothing to do with Bajan now. You were going to tell me some stuff with Bajan. Well, I was saying what, right, what I was saying was. If we're going to go to a, off, off on the offensive line and the effect that Tevin Jenkins has had yeah, on the yeah. offensive line. Now, for me, I wish Nate Davis was healthy. Because then I really get a feel of what this offensive line's about. And then uh, we're getting Braxton Jones back. Right. And we're going to get him into shape and him into condition. And hopefully we'll be able to see some of that. But um, that's what I want to see in the latter half, the second half, yeah, yeah. is that offensive line. But I don't know how far Nate Davis is away. I don't know if Nate Davis is going to be back. But, uh, yeah, I, Tevin Jenkins is a monster. I mean, he can play. He's he's play. He's such an interesting player because, to me, what we've seen from him this season – Coming into the season, I was like, you have to prove you were healthy. He started off the season not healthy. Yeah. And as the season's going on, as he's come back, he's such a good football player. I think he's somebody that the Bears are going to have to have a real conversation on paying because healthy or not, when he's out there, he's one of the best players on the field every single time. And I don't know if he loves football or not. I mean, I, mean, he, I know he loves to get out there and loves to beat the crap out of people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he loves his time in Chicago. You know, when you're guys that draft you leave, you're kind of like an orphan. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. I mean, they really got no ownership for you. It's like you inherit parents. You get parents in. Your parents passed away when the last regime left, and now you got a new set of parents. Do they love you as much as they love the kids that are bringing in here? And remember, day one, they didn't, right? They, they kind of ostracized him. Yeah. They pushed him off to the side. There He's you not, go. He doesn't there have you. our right. mindset right. in here. And he might have that memory. He might remember that. Yeah. So you may want him. You may want to sign to an extension, and he might just say, "Man, maybe not." Yeah, maybe if I'm if I get the free agency, I'm the number one free agent in the market at the offensive line position, even though I play guard. Yeah, even though I play guard because the teams he's played have felt the wrath of Tevin Jenkins. So, um, yeah, I, I think the offensive line playing well. Uh, Who did we see yesterday that just ran the ball? Oh, University of Michigan ran the ball 27 straight times. I, I, remember <laughs> I, I got college. I was at a college yeah, football yeah. game. I saw uh, University of South Florida play Temple on Saturday. So I got a little college football on my mind. But I think the Raiders went back 
with Aiden O'Connell at quarterback and said, hey, we've got to run the football uh, because we don't necessarily pass the ball very well, too. Yeah. And so Josh Jacobs loves it. He's the happy camper. He wants to run the football. But when you don't win games and you can't do it the fancy way with a tremendous quarterback and an offensive that offense scored 38, 40 points, and you look, Chargers scored 38 points, they lost. Yeah. Right? Scored all the points in the world. That world-renowned defense, that great defense they're supposed to have, not so much. Because yeah. they gave up 41 points, right? 41, they lost. They gave up 41 it. points. You find a way to lose the game. So I, I think the ability to be able to run the ball uh, is important. you, you got to be able to do it. I always say you pass, you pass the score, you run the win. Right. So you pass to score the ball, but you've got to be able to run the win. To be able to solidify that game when you're up by seven, eight points, you want to be able to go ahead and run the clock out. Move the ball downfield, shake hands with everybody in, in victory formation. So no, and that's that's yeah. another one of the things that really excited me in Bajan's time under center. Right, was that it seemed like all of a sudden, except for one game, one game right versus the Chargers, where literally the game plan should have been, hey, why don't we run this football? They give up almost two hundred yards a game. Uh, so one game, Luke Getzey basically said, we're not running it. Eight eight carries for Deontay Foreman. Well, they got but- behind too. I mean, he stopped running it when it was right. seven to fourteen, though. Right. I mean, it was like, all right, look, well, let's, let's move the ball, and then Bajan ended up throwing a pick I and, that, uh, on that I, one. I think that game got to seventeen nothing before the Bears scored a point. If I remember correctly, I thought, I thought it was. To, I thought we I'm had. I'm trying to remember, uh, the, you know, remember. the score of the game. Yeah. I'm trying to go back in it right now. You know, you watched yesterday's festivities, and yeah. I did, and watched not, a lot. Of I got all that in my mind. And then trying to go back to the Bears playing San Diego yeah. without having it in front of me and being able to access it instantaneously. That's two weeks ago just, at this yeah, point, too. Like. Right. I'm trying to just figure out exactly what happened and what didn't happen. Let me see here. I and, can pull uh, it I guess, up. I know Eckler had himself a big game. Austin Eckler balled I remember that. Austin Eckler had. Oh, no. I remember their passing offense kept catching short little balls. Yeah, it's 28-7. I thought it was 17 nothing, 21 nothing in that game. So it was 14 nothing yeah. to start the game. Then the Bears came down and scored. It was 14-7. And then uh, it got – it got Bajor threw a pick yeah, right after then, that. Then, then, and they then got it got ugly. ugly. Yeah, then it got ugly. Then it, then it was over. Then it was 28-7. Yeah, it got, it got point, bad real quick. At that point, nobody's running anything. No, you're letting it point. fly. Yeah. It's just well, – But, you know, the Bears do have the mantra there. If it's going to be bad, let's just run the ball and let's kill some time and limit the possessions. That way it doesn't get as bad as it could be. Yeah. Because the ability for the Bears to come back is still a question mark. They get down, they've got problems. Yeah. So what's the mantra? Keep it close. Don't get down. And I'll tell you, the longer the game stays close, the better chance the Bears have of winning the game. 100%. And that'll be their challenge against Detroit this week. Oh, God. Keep it as close as you possibly can. <laughs> now, Detroit was the one that won that game 41-38. Yeah, that we yeah they were. Back. Yes, they we, were. Now, mentally, I can go ahead and recapture that. And uh, it was them. So their their vaunted great Detroit defense gave up thirty eight points. Thirty eight points. All right. Well, guess what? Hopefully, the Bears with Justin Fields being dynamic will be able to go in there and boom. And even if Justin doesn't run the ball, just the play fake. If he runs the play fake out, yeah, they've got to be honest. That creates a little bit of a void for a running back to be able to take advantage. And uh, whether it's Foreman, whether it's Rashkan, whether it's if, if if Herbert ever gets back. Um, whether it's either the three of them, I, I don't need one. Yeah, it's my guy Rashkan. <laughs> I don't need, um, I, I I don't need it to be one or yeah. the other. You you mix them up. I don't care just how you do it. Um, just Rashkan's your better pass blocker, one hundred percent. So, but you gotta you gotta be careful of the fact that you want to put him in there to block because he's willing to block. He's an engaging blocker. Yeah. 
Um, Deontay Foreman does not want to block. Not anybody. at all. No, no, that's not. He's on turning his, the shoulder. His business card says, "Run me, I'm tougher than nails." You want me to pass block? I will turn my shoulder and turn tail and run for the hills. I don't want to do that. He, so. he was the one that was in on the Daniil Hunter. Uh, yeah. For some reason, we're going bigs on Ooh, smalls, yeah. even though we don't yeah. teach that. Yeah. We don't teach that here. Here, let me tell you, we don't ha- teach big on small. It, it happened again. <laughs> oh, I the, week, know. the week later, week later, it happened again. I go, I, I, I go to LA. They didn't change anything. I go, what? Why tell me? That it's big on big. Yep. Why? Why sit there in a in a, in a, in a press conference? Tell me, <laughs> and then you come back the next week and it's the same shit. So yeah. uh, what are you gonna? Well, do? hey, listen. He said it with Cap. He's on with Cap. He's like, well, no, it's not something we teach here. With who? When uh, when uh, Flus was on with, uh, I think he was on with Cap and Jay Hood that next week. And oh, Jay, uh, Jay Hood and Cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, sorry, I didn't recognize the first. Oh, it's okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Is it my, there, fault. my bad. Is there some unknown beef that I missed? That I no, no, I missed no some. I was, Mr. Beef, get all like, your get all your beef at Mr. Beef. Yeah, Mr. Beef, I was thrown off there. I like, hey, I like to bust balls. Hey, I'm that's here what for, I do. I'm, I'm a ball buster. Good kid. All right, but no, yeah, let I, me bust my balls he, in peace. He said, uh, "He's take it easy." Uh, yeah. But no, he said, uh, "He said right after day after the game." Yeah, we don't teach big on small. Very next week. Yeah, I see running right. backs trying their best, no, same way. fighting for their lives. There he goes, the tackle on the safety again. Yeah. The running back comes in. I go, I don't get it. I just don't get it, but maybe it's not for me to get. Let me ask you this, Yerk. With uh, now Justin Fields coming back in, the conversation, of course, the next seven weeks is going to be, sure. what is he going to do? Is he going to do enough with where the Bears you are can, draft position-wise? Can I tell you this? You, you can change the world in seven weeks. Uh, 100%. You can change the narrative well, in think seven about, weeks. I, I get, the team we're about to play yeah. was one in yeah, seven. Last year. Last year. Yep. Literally. Getting ready to clean house at the end of the season. Everybody at the boxes out. Everybody's getting, oh, who's the next head coach? Who's going to be here? They finish out the season, miss the playoffs, but finish out the season nine and eight. And part of that started with victories against the Bears. Oh, yeah. And Uh, the Bears had a 14-point lead and found a way to lose that game. Yeah. So part of that was victories against the Bears. I, I give the Bears a fighting chance in this one. I'm happy Justin Fields is back. Um, I hope the four week respite. Getting his thumb healthy, yeah. uh, you know, kind of charges you up a little bit. Because sitting and watching football, because you, you play for Sundays. You don't play for practice. Yeah. You don't play just to be a part of a team. You play for Sundays where you get to go out there and you get to show show to the world who you are and what you are. And when for four weeks when you're sitting on the sidelines watching, I think it's kind of it's good for a player to see it. I'm in the fray. I'm making things happen. I got to sit four games, and now's my chance and my opportunity. So let me capitalize. And you talked about Detroit last year. We did it in the final five games. We were four and seven. We went uh, won our final five, went nine and seven, one in the playoff, one in the playoffs. So we ended up winning seven games in a row. Yeah. And we lose in the AFC Championship game in 90, uh, January 97 to go to the Super Bowl to New England. New England went on to lose against the Green Bay Packers. So you can change the narrative of anything. Coughlin was going to be Oh, fired. when you were in Jacksonville. Yeah, when know. I was in Jacksonville. I was like, wait a minute. You went to Coughlin, the Super Bowl? Yeah, and no, no, no. <laughs> Coughlin was going to be. I went to the AFC Championship. Coughlin was going to get fired. Yeah. They're firing him. We traded away Andre Rice because yep. he was being a pain in the ass, wouldn't run his routes. He went to Green Bay, ended up winning the Super Bowl, and then uh, Jimmy Smith got a chance to play more, opposite Keenan McCardle. And then they, for, what, the next eight, nine years, those two guys were the, the best tandem wide receiving thing in the in the NFL. So sometimes... You know, five weeks, 
you could change the narrative. He's got seven weeks to, to change the narrative and to cement himself and have everybody consider himself to be the elite number one. And because Arizona won, Carolina uh, lost on Thursday. Carolina is the only team with one victory. Oh, yeah. Carolina, everybody else has two. The Bears are picking fifth. So um, I, I like the situation that the Bears are in. I hope the Bears have the 16th pick. You know, with their pick, that means they've they go done on a some run. winning. They've yeah. done some winning here, and and I think the most important thing is to learn how to be victorious yeah. and to go through the methodology and the the process of getting a lead, staying ahead, and finishing out ball games. I think that's important for them to learn how to do. Yeah, I mean that's me. I think it's important. I don't know if other people think it's important, but now I need Justin Fields to grab this job by the balls and twist. And to let the Chicago Bears know that this is my job. This is who I am. Yeah. There's nobody coming. They're all suspects coming out, whether it's the kid from North Carolina, the kid from USC, the kid from Washington, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Penix, whatever his name Michael is. Michael Penix. Um, J.J. McCarthy, who couldn't throw the ball up Drake in Michigan. May. Yeah, Drake Mays in North Carolina. Whoever it is, all these quarterbacks that are out there, they're all suspects. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes ruined it for everybody. Because everybody thinks they're going to get the next Patrick Mahomes. And 98.975% oh of the time, what Patrick Mahomes does is different. Okay? That's not going to happen. Buffalo's been close, but they've never gotten there. You're right? The worst they're word close. that I hear every single year, it irritates my soul, is generational talent. Yeah, this guy's a ge- – we've got a generation of generational talents happening that's right now. You're, no matter what – Every year, Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent. That's one in 20 years. That's one player in 20 years. You can't have (laughs) one every year. It doesn't mean anything. It just means he's another problem. Yeah. He's just another talented kid. That's all it means. So when when it's generational, it's one in 20 years. Um, Not every year you have one in 20 years. Every single year. MGH is a a generational talent now. Or uh, MHJ is a generational talent. The wide receiver position, what, two years ago? uh, Jamar Chase was a generational talent at the wide receiver position. It's because nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. So everybody starts to, what they start to do is they start to replicate what they hear and they think it's cute. You know, here's the other one that bothers me. Uh, I hear it all all day in college, once more. Yeah. He's cheat code. He's he's cheat code. What is he? Oh, he's cheat code. What do, what do you mean cheat code? The hell is that? A cheat code? Who's a cheat code? Why is every single player a cheat code? No, a cheat code is the thing you use in, in the gaming world, where all of a sudden you become invincible yeah, and you yeah, get yeah. to destroy people, yeah. and nobody likes you. They even made a movie about it. Yeah. It was the little guy, Peter Dinklage, right? And he was with Adam Sandler, right? Oh, yeah, you remember good the movie? movie? Yeah, what was the name of and that? What did he do? He was in the Pac-Man car. Yeah, yeah. And his little thing was flying really all over the place. Action. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, yeah, and then he was the Pixels. 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 And what was his character's name? Because he was the guy that cheated at Donkey Kong so many years ago to win the championship. <laughs> okay, that's where cheat codes belong. Yeah, movies. Yeah. Yeah. The gaming industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's a cheat code in college football. Yeah. Nobody, because why the field's 53 and a third yard wide, it's 100 yards long. And if you think you're a cheat code, you're going to meet your reckoning on the football field yeah. because you got you, you can't. It's a confined space, yeah. and people are going to get you. Just when you think you're invincible, people are going to come 
get you. I've always said my my and I stand on this. The greatest college tape. Now there's two, but the greatest college tape, in my opinion, I've ever seen is Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. When he what he did in as far as being a cheat code guy, like he was a guy where anytime he touched the ball, it was just like, oh my God. Right. He can get to the end zone anytime he wants to. I, I'll go with one And then guy. he gets to the NFL. Yeah, and it was nothing. And it was nothing. The so, other one is Reggie Bush. My other guy was Marcus Dupree. That's an interesting one. I'm S not mad at that. Yeah. you. Yeah. No, if you saw the way he ran, what he was doing, it was a man against children. Yeah. That's what it was. Marcus Dupree touched the ball, and it was just, it was going to be a 100-yard scamper. So. Yeah. It was going to be a 100-yard scamper, and people would just, just, Right off of him. And then he got caught in that SMU scandal. And, yeah. you know, and, it does not, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. when you see those guys, it often does not work out. We, we've gotten off topic here, but yeah. the, the generational talent, well, the cheat the code podcast, guys, brother. is the podcast. This is what, what we do. Happens. This is what we do. Cheat code. Cheat codes. That's, that's your. Guys, man, I'm telling you, when I hear that, I want to <laughs> punch the guy in the mouth who's up there. Cheat code. Who says it the most? Describe him. Oh, I, I, I heard a handful of times. Uh, Might have been Desmond Howard. <laughs> Desmond yeah. does college football, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may have been watching the Desmond Howard through the cheat code. Now, yeah. He's the one I heard say it at the time. Yeah. There's others that Oh, say I hear it. I hear it all the time. The hell out of here. Uh, Tariq Cohen was a cheat code. He was what was his nickname? The human joystick. No, he was Inspector Gadget. I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's back in the NFL. Do, 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 yeah. Do. Uh, hey, yeah, I don't begrudge him. Glad player. he's back in listen, the NFL. Listen, when he got paid, I didn't begrudge him. I listen, I Good for you, you the, got paid. The best thing was he got paid for right you. before the yeah, injury hit went hurt. down. Yeah. Well, that's the best way to do it if yeah. you're a player. Yeah. I don't begrudge players getting paid. Make all the money you possibly can because let me tell you, it don't last as long as you think it's gonna last. And when it's over, it's over. <laughs> Let's let's finish it out with yeah, this. Those NFL checks ain't the same. Yeah, but what's that? What's that first week after uh, the NFL check stops coming in? Like low, low, little well, bit of a letdown. If you don't prepare, it is. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of you a. You got to prepare. You got to remember. You're not making. You only make those checks eighteen weeks a year now. Yeah, and the rest of the year, unless you it put 16 it sixteen for you, unless right? you put it in your offseason program, which the good kid always had a bonus. Oh, so oh. I always had an influx of capital coming in throughout the year. So that was 16 and 16. So 32 weeks of the year, there was money coming in. And then during training camp, the six weeks of training camp, so that's 38. It's really only 14 weeks that you weren't getting money. Oh, okay. But you had to be smart with yeah. it. And you had to have a budget. Yeah. You know, what's a budget? Budget is mean you, you look at how much you bring in. <laughs> you look at how much you're spending. And then you got to put aside savings and everything for the rainy days and for when you're not going to be making that kind of money. I told my, my ex-roommate. Um, when I was buying her nice gifts, yeah. I said, listen, I said, I'm going to be honest. I go, I can do this when I'm playing. I go, but the day I'm done playing, you ain't never going to see one of these exotic diamonds or these rings or these purses. Those days are over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, just so you know. I go, so embrace it now and have fun with it now. But know that the day I'm done, that this ain't happening no more. Because why? You got a budget. You got to be smart. You got to send kids to college. You got to do all types of things. You got to save. Save for a rainy day. Save for when you're old. Yeah, I. And she's still my ex-roommate, but she gets coverage in my two pensions. <laughs> so she'll be happy when I retire, and all of a sudden she's getting an influx of capital yeah. coming down the pipeline, and then she'll remember what I was saving for. Yeah. I was the guy doing the saving. Yeah. Me. You, you. I was there for the rainy day. Put it in a sock. Put it under the mattress. Put it wherever. But knowing that you got to save for later on in life. You, you a mattress guy or you trust banks? No. No, I'm in a bank. I'm in a bank. Um, I don't have a problem. And, you know, you lose the purchasing power of the dollar. 
if you don't have it invested somewhere. So yeah. you only have enough in the bank, but you got to keep your money invested. You got to keep your money making money. I like that. That's the way it I works. Love that. I Two love that. Two things to make money, time and money. Time and money. Time and money. Let's finish it out with this, Yerk. If you had uh, to see one thing over this next seven weeks from Justin Fields, would you rather see wins or would you rather see the numbers? I, I want to see wins and numbers. So you ask me. He wants which, them both. You ask me which one I want, wins and numbers. And I'm gonna, I'll gonna. give you a perfect scenario. Which one makes you feel more comfortable with him being the quarterback heading in the next season? Um, The way he plays. The way he plays. 14 touchdowns, mm -hmm. three interceptions, mm -hmm. 1,600 yards, seven games. The running's going to be what the running's going to be. Yeah. Because that's never and been he's a question. Done a lot less of it. This yeah. Year. But it doesn't matter whether it is he does less or not. Yeah. The game dictates what you need to do. Right. Okay. So as long as you're reading the game, sometimes you got to run. That's just the way it is. Right. I, I don't worry about that. Sometimes you got to go. You got to scamper. You got to get a key first down with your legs. Not a problem. No issues with it. If you got to go, agents done it. You got to go, go. So, yeah. But my point is, that's what I'm saying. I don't worry about his running. I know he can do it. Yeah. So that's not a question mark. I just want to see the efficiency. I want to see him um, being able to read the defenses, and I want to see him lead this team. He's got to. He's got to be willing to lead this team. Yeah. So we're going to see that. I, I anticipate we're going to be seeing that. Even better. Mm, even better than even better even better than uh than yeah what? even better than people being impressed with it. i i need him to the point where they know and they're convinced that they're going to pick up the fifth year option and they can go into this year knowing they don't need a quarterback they got the first round and they can go ahead and make the trade they need to make yeah and then trade out get yourself some more assets as you start moving forward um, get yourself another first-round pick this year, a little bit down, and then address what you need. Maybe even get a second-rounder this year since you keep trading away your second-rounders for some <laughs> crazy reason. But that's fine. Oh, um, we do have one, right? right. We get what we got one. Oh, no, is that no. next year? That's next year. Yeah. We got one from the Panthers. Still. Yeah. But get one for this year. Yeah. So you get a first and a second for somebody that's going to move up, maybe a first next year, depending on how desperate they are, if Carolina still stays at the number one pick because they're going to be able to take the quarterback that they want. Um that's what I'm looking for. And then at that point, you're going to have the Bears pick. You're going to be moved down a little bit, and then you'll have some more stuff for this year and for next year. That's an ideal scenario. Okay? And know what you need. You need another receiver that's going to complement, a young receiver that's going to complement your expensive receiver. I mean, I like Mooney, but I hope Mooney. Um, Mooney with Bajant looked like he was a wide receiver. Yeah. Mooney with Justin Fields doesn't look like a wide receiver. Yeah. So maybe that relationship needs to work better. Um, I think Justin Fields has found his tight end in the past, so that's not a problem. He's he's gotten it, um, and we've seen him. Cole had three touchdowns yeah. in that. Uh... We've seen him get the ball to DJ Moore, so that's yeah. not a problem. So, just need to get Mooney a little bit more. Mooney's going to leave, you know that, right? Yeah, Mooney's going to leave. Kansas City's going to sign him, and he's going to have a fourteen hundred yard year, fifteen hundred yard year, and then everybody's going to say, "Why couldn't you get it out of Mooney? Why couldn't you get that out of Mooney?" You know, but he will if he goes to Kansas City or other teams like San Diego still needs wide receivers. So, so pathetic. I mean, Keenan, uh, not Keenan. Who's the guy? 13. Uh, Michael. Keenan uh, Allen. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's yeah. doing it. Yeah. He had a 170 yard day with two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Keenan Allen can still do it. But, man, there's times I watch Keenan Allen 
He just looks old. He looks yeah. like Grady from uh, the Jeffersons. He's been beat up. He's he got Grady the from bears. the Jeffersons is yeah, crazy. Not the Jeffersons from or, or uh, from Sanford and Sons. Sanford and Sons. Grady from he's Sanford got that and Sons beard. Crazy. He just looks tired. You know, I don't know who's more tired, but he looks tired. And but then he'll pop that two touchdown, one hundred seventy nine yard yeah. game the week before. He only caught about seventy yards with the balls, but he had the one key twenty yard catch yeah. on the sideline where he contorted himself and he twisted. But the young kid from TCU, for one reason or another, can't play. As far as he can't get away from defenders, yeah, yeah, yeah. now he can still catch a, a a ball and go up and compete for a ball. But why does he want to run next to a defensive back all day? Wouldn't you want to create separation? You know, wouldn't you want to be able to have a little wiggle and get away from a guy? So. I think that's so interesting because he was one of the like when you look at the college tape and stuff like that. He was one of the fastest people right. in the draft, right? And it's just like stuff like that the is the, there. it's the number one thing when I go when people go, what's the difference between college and the pros? Like everyone's yeah. good. Right. Everyone's amazing Every, at football. Everybody, everybody's fast. Everybody can run. <laughs> everybody and these college can run. quarterbacks re- realizing that these guys can run. <laughs> yeah. When they try to evade a linebacker, and that linebacker just gives you know, he gives chase, he catches up quick. Yeah. He puts his finger in the face of MC Rick. Ah, you remember that? That's old school right there. But yeah. They uh, linebackers are fast, yeah, and quarterbacks find a way to realize it. Defense, even back, Justin Fields had to realize it. You can be the fastest guy in college. This guy five years ago was the fastest guy in college, yeah. and now he's covering you, yeah, and now he's got five years of experience covering in the NFL, so he's got all the tricks of the trade. He knows every way to slow you down, yeah. and that's what's going to happen. Uh, who complained last night? Um, Devontae Adams might have been running over the middle on a little shallow cross pattern. And the defensive back come up, and he's grabbing him. He's got him by the side. He's grabbing him. And Devontae Adams looking at the official going crazy. He was held the whole way. Yeah, The whole way he was held. Might have been Sauce Gardner on him. He held him the whole way. And what would they say? Nothing. And he's living on the sidelines. So that's what you face sometimes. That's what number two is facing. Um, I call him number two because I think that was his college number, Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnson. That's yeah. what he's facing. He's got to learn now how to wiggle, how to give that little extra elbow yeah. when a guy's in there, little, little chop elbow, yeah. and then break off of that to create some room for yourself. So he'll learn that too. He'll get there, man. He's. Yeah. He, I'll tell you what. He could definitely go up and get a 50-50 See, with, with no game on Sunday, you and I, we're, we're talking basic philosophy and NFL stuff. I love and, it. And the good stuff. That's, That's why I'm glad need. to have you here, good kid. That's why I'm glad listen, to be here. The, the people love you on the podcast side. I don't know if you see the comments at all, yeah. but, but they got, absolutely love hearing hearing uh, the football knowledge uh, that comes out of I don't it. like the, the BS people. Yeah. I like to tell people the truth. So what I see, I say. What's and the, most of the time, it can't be argued with. Outside of the Bears, what was the best thing you saw on Sunday? What was the worst thing you saw on Sunday? Best thing I saw on Sunday, it's how those – everybody, you know, like Minnesota winning. Yeah. With backup quarterback. Nobody's Josh crying. Adams. Nobody's bitching. Yeah. Nobody's moaning. What did they do? They adjusted on the fly and said, let's go. We got to do it this way. This yeah. is the way it's got to be done now. That's it. He's so interesting to me yeah. because I'm like – you're literally a rocket scientist. I would think the football part would be easy, like reading defenses yeah. and things. And he was basically he was out of the league pretty much yeah. for a little while, wasn't he? Yeah. And CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. Well, that's two weeks in a row. I always call for replication of performance. You gotta be able to repeat what you've done the week before. You've got to be able to repeat. If you've had success, keep repeating that success yeah. over and over. That way we know it's part of who you are. Not like it's just fly by night. Oh, it happened to uh, connect this week. So I like what C.J. Stroud did. 
Oh, there's other stuff. I bouncing just back, just bouncing back. I mean, he I can't threw, remember throws everything. The big pick. You know, Cleveland with the big comeback was kind of fun. Cleveland was fun. You know, Baltimore Ravens. Every week, it's uh, oh, this is the best team in the Super Bowl. <laughs> this is the best team in the Super. Bowl. The minute they start bringing you up, you should know that something bad's going to happen yeah. to you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a, that was a nice game for Cleveland and that AFC North. That AFC North, that, that that's some other some fight. It might have a ton of teams make the playoffs. Got some fight. I mean, one through four. What if they all made it? When's the last time that happened? Oh, don't don't ask that question. Last time four teams from the same division made the playoffs. Ooh, is that the question you're yeah, asking? Yeah, yeah. The problem is now there's eight four team divisions. Right. So you're going to have to go back to a five division year. You know, when there were five yeah. teams in division. I know it happened in 1994. I think it happened your, your once again. It, yeah, yeah, our division did it. Yeah, but um, I think it happened one more time in like 2001, 2002. Yeah, and it could have been Philly, Washington, Dallas, um, New York Giants. Giants. Yeah, it could have been. You know, when they were all playing their asses yeah, off. So that's such a oh. But you got to go back. I got to check. All right, man, I got to roll. That's a, that's a podcast. Roll. That's a podcast. Well, yeah. Yerk, you always take me down these fun paths. I know. I mean, every time we're here. Appreciate you coming through, Yerk. Right. He's got a radio show to do. As always, it's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. To continue listening, Hit uh, uh, listen over on the Apple Podcast side. Leave that five-star review. Make sure you hit that like button and subscribe to the page so you don't miss a thing from ESPN. As always, it's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bear down. Peace.